I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm flu camp survivor Danny Beard. And I'm lamb enthusiast Billy Andrew. And this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Billy's banned from Twitter. Danny's stuck in bed with something in his throat. And Billy's dishing advice on how to open up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, baby. Hello and welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast with me, DJ Billy Andrew. And me, Danny Beard. This podcast is two queers in your ears talking things from our community, having a good time, eating shit. So if you like to eat shit, chat shit, talk shit... This is the podcast for you. We're here, we're queer, and we're fat. <laughs> uh, I've lost a bit of weight on this tour, and also we didn't get in camp crazy and cuckoo, so I'm going to say it right now. We're camp, we're crazy, and we're cuckoo. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, hello and welcome to the show. I'm joined by Danny on Zoom today. Yeah, from bed, because I'm not well. Yes, today, um, we it's like we're back in COVID. You're not well, for one, and you're joining us via Zoom from Ipswich. Girl, my hotel room's like a fucking prison cell. <laughs> I had seagulls outside all night. Right. I thought, where do these seagulls, what do they do all night? Why are they out there in the night mating screaming? Ca- mating call, I think. Honestly, I've got a cough. I ordered a Starbucks this morning, and I just want to say, I'm fucked off. They've got me coffee wrong. They've put decaf in. Uh, what the fuck? I'm pissed off. I'm not well. <laughs> oh, sorry, love. But are you enjoying the tour still? Because you are still on tour, aren't you? Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It ends this week, though. It ends... Um, When does it end? Is it Sunday? I think it is, isn't it? Not soon enough. Wow, has it been long? It's just, do you know what? I'm having a really nice time. I'm it's, I'm really sad that I'm not well because I get on with all the girls so well and we really are like, even the even the tour manager here has said like there isn't, there hasn't been a cast of Drag Race that he's toured with that get on like this and he's done all the American tours as well as the UK ones. So it's like a little bit bittersweet, do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm just... I think I'm just exhausted as well on top of being not well. Yeah. I think I've up with me because obviously I toured Australia, came back, toured here. I've been working on my days off. But I'm not moaning. <laughs> I look like, like, can we turn this camera off? <laughs> Honestly, 
I feel like this is what like normal people feel like when they're on Zoom calls to work. Right. You know, yeah. You mean like when they're faking it from bed and they're like, oh, I can't come in the office today. <laughs> You're like that. Really, I've got a man under the covers like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. i tell you something that I've done this week. I've seen, because I, I don't know why, I had a little search of your name on Twitter. Sometimes I do that. And something came up that was, um, let me find it two seconds. Oh, no, am I in trouble? No, you're not in trouble. Don't worry. Am but, I being cancelled again? No, I got banned on Twitter, basically, for what? sticking up for you. <laughs> on the turf? Was it the turf? It was the turf. So somebody put a tweet out saying, at hashtag Drag Race UK without my kids because drag is for adults in capital letters, which that first line already pissed me off as soon as I saw it. And then it said, hashtag Danny Beard just welcomed all the trans guests and called. And then she added J.K. Rowling, but didn't at you. Um, added J.K. Rowling. Um, basically, you called J.K. Rowling a <laughs> and she put, like, Jano face. <laughs> so, so that got 40 likes. And then I put fab. Danny calling a spade a spade. And that got 500 likes. That's like, I've gone viral on Twitter because of that. And then <laughs> she put something else back to me. I can't remember what it was. And then I tweeted something saying... Well, J.K. Rowling is a transphobic And then Twitter got in touch with me and said, you can't tweet that, sorry. And then blocked me for a week, made me delete the she tweet. Is? I know she is, though. Uh, I didn't know that happened. So I I've... just replied, thanks for your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she but... replied to me. Why, what she did she say? She replied to me and said, you were the best thing about the show, but I... you must see the irony in, in welcoming one group of people, but then calling somebody else a I'm not even entertaining this no, today. I couldn't be asked entertaining it. I just thought I'll call it out slightly, but then it was just I'm gutted because I can't even like tweets for a week. I can go on Twitter and still watch the porn, but I can't. Uh, I can't like the tweets. I can't tweet, so I don't tweet anyway. But I'm just a bit pissed off about that. Dude, I had a haircut in Ipswich yesterday, and they've ruined it. Look at the state of me. Look like I've got a mohawk. Uh, of the sculpture. Do, do, do Help not... me. Can they not fade in it, Switch? I see, I see. He took one side. He took one side of me here, dead eye, and I said, Oh, you've you took that too high. He went, No, no, that was someone else. Peter Andre's brother's apparently a hairdresser in it, Switch. Maybe you went to him. We could have been him, to be honest. He looked like a mysterious girl. <laughs> and, and honestly, I said, I've just seen you do it. He said, No, no, that was someone else. I thought that's I'm being gaslit here. <laughs> I'm being fucking gaslit by the fucking barber in it, Switch. <laughs> Oh my lord! So have you got all else to talk about? What else have you been doing? Are you just honestly, I've been every day I'm in a new city. I'm, I'm I don't know what to say. Yeah, the show's great. Like the show that we're doing is good, but I'm just I'm really ill. Sorry, guys. It's alright. How how was how was London? Because you did London. What's it called? Oh yeah, great Albert, Albert Hall. How was that? It was like a dream come true. Did you cry? Cried. Yeah. It was emotional. It was fab. Some Karen in the audience gone, went viral for kicking off. Oh, was that at the Albert uh, Hall? That was at the Royal Albert, baby. No, people, I mean, I've seen that TikTok. I just watched it just now. Yeah, people are crazy. I do think we need a little chat in this country about theatre etiquette. Yeah. Like, if it's a, a sitting-down show, and, you know, I say at the top of the show it's on this tour, you know, if there's people under 18, this is not a kid's show. There will be some adult themes throughout it. There will be swear words. This is your opportunity now. If that isn't right for you, I will give you all an opportunity at the end to stand up and get involved. This isn't the bodyguard at Manchester's 
whatever the fucking theatre yeah, was called. Yeah. And people just still end up fighting each other. We're, it's such a weird time. I feel like it's a weird time to do this job. Yeah. Everyone's aggy. Everyone's a bit pissed off and feel entitled that they want to do whatever they want to do and don't respect other people in the room. Yeah, but that comes from the top, doesn't it? From who? The Tories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the whole attitude that if everyone's fighting each other, then we're not looking at what they're doing. But Got you. this is a massive gays political. This is fucking, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in bed here. You are in bed. I don't want to be thinking about Tories while I'm in bed. That's the last place I want to be thinking about Tories, to be honest. Oh, my lordy. So what do you think about this Karen? So she stood up. Well, so sorry, who was the Karen? The person who was stood up or the person who was sat down telling her to sit down? Well, this is the debate. Right, that's the debate. So who was the Karen in the situation? The debate online is people are saying, well, I think the person filmed is more of a Karen. Why you Like, she's the only one stood up enjoying herself living in the moment. Get on with it, you're at a gig. Then other people are saying, well, if I paid a lot of money to see a ticket, for to see a show at the Royal Albert Hall, and some woman stood up for the whole of it in front of me and I couldn't see, I'd be pissed off and ask her to sit down. Yeah. To be fair, I think I think if it's in a theatre setting, you should be sat down because that's what because <clears throat> that's what that's what the show's built for. Even though I I think the season four tour could have been at a stand-up event. Do you know what I mean? You could have people in the crowd stood up, but they've chosen to do it in theatres. So I think when you're in a theatre, you should be sat down until told to stand up at the end otherwise, I think. Yeah, I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, great, you've just ruined that for yourself and everyone around you. Yeah. But, like, it is what it is. I just think it's really funny in the back of the clip, I'm proper giving it beans and getting all emotional, like, singing Adele. Yeah. Live, might I add. <laughs> Yes, live. <laughs> live, darling. No shade to any of the other girls, but I am singing live on this tour. Yeah. And you always have and you always will, darling. <laughs> you always will. Well, I don't want to say always will because, you know, yeah. might might end up being like my dad. I might, might know. <laughs> That's true. But you know what? When you get to that age and you're still and you're selling out your ears, you can lip sync to your heart content. Yeah. Shall we move on with the show? Because we've got a cracking show. We've got a great snack of the week coming up. Which you can't try, but you'll have to watch me eat. I'm just going to sit and watch you eat. Yeah, I great think... torture. I'm not well in bed. You could have fucking curried me the snack of the week. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We've we... got budget now. The, uh, the fans have got to listen to fucking adverts and you couldn't even deliver Rumi a fucking snack. No, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> right, get on with the show. Let's do it. Fab. Right, it's time for the snack of the week. And this week I brought it in. Um, I was in Aldi, so do you know what? It's fab. It is sensations, and it's the coronation um, special crisp by Walker's dance faces. It, well, it's a divinely delectable regal lamp and mint. And Sam's gonna join us for this. Hello, Sam. Hello. I can't believe you brought me in to eat Chris whilst Danny watches. I know. Can I just ask Danny what she thoughts of the coronation while we're on it? Are you having a fucking laugh here? <laughs> We're literally going through a cost of living crisis. We've got more food banks than we have McDonald's in this country currently. Mm. And we're all supposed to pledge allegiance to a fucking sausage finger fucking colonialist. I can't even say the word. It's mad. I, I think it's mad that, that they, the, the tone deaf request of, hey, if you want to pledge allegiance, just do it. Yeah. Very tone deaf. Yeah, I think it's very ill-timed. And I think, I think the country would have a bit more respect if the king was like, Actually, I'm going to donate all the money for the coronation to X, Y, and Z, and then you can all just see me on telly and I'll wave. 
But anyway, we're gonna try the crisps. We're gonna try them. We're gonna try the gorgeous coronation crisps that are lamb and mint. I love lamb. Lamb's my favourite meat, you know. I like lamb and mint, but lamb and mint. But why has it got to be fucking coronation? If, it, if they wanted to fucking show the respect to the king, they should have done Richmond fucking sausage flavour. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. Alright, here we go. You can't call the crisps king fingers though. Oh, that would be a good name for them, King, the King's, King's Fingers. King's Fingers. I've never tasted a crisp that's tasted more like lamb and mint wow. in my life. That is God. Oh, Danny, you would have loved these. They are stunning. Great. You feel the warm gravy dripping down your throat. <laughs> you know what? If if you had like a mixture of gravy and lamb and mint and you put them in at the same time, that would be a sensation. Genuinely tastes like a lamb roast dinner. It really does. I've never, honestly, guys, I'm buzzing. Like, this is really I, I good. I was nervous about this <laughs> because every time I've been on a snack of the week, flops. It always flops for you. Absolutely flops. Yeah. This, this bangs. I'm 10 out of 10. I'm shocked at how much this tastes like lamb and mint. It, I, I'm actually a bit like, you know, in... Um, Willy Wonka, when he's like having mm. that gumball, it's like, it's a roast dinner. That's how I feel. This is <laughs> an actual lamb mint roast dinner. Can we, is... let, can we let Sam say, it's a roast dinner on a button, please? Thank like, you very much. It's blowing my mind a little bit, actually. I love I'm it. quite wow. hyped for these crisps. And do you know what? These are from Aldi and they weren't that expensive either. So you can raise this to the king over the weekend if you want. But <laughs> <laughs> Pledge allegiance over a lamb and mint crisp. The bloody lovely. Get out there and get them. Mm. Well, yeah, no money's go. going to this coronation fire the crisp, is it? I don't think so. It's going to work. What, you think, you think Charles is fundraising? No. Go fund me. Not be a pack of go fund me sensations. No. Fucking... <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. I think it's going directly to Walkers. We can go to a fucking break while you two eat and I just sit here starving with a piece of rubber fucking egg bite and a fucking decaf crappy coffee. Fab. Go on. <laughs> Have an ad for everyone. <laughs> right, here's the ads. <laughs> 5 years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. The Gossip Gaze. Welcome back to the Gossip Gaze podcast. Now, this is the part of the show where we try and answer your dilemmas, your queries, your your quabbles, even. Um, quabbles? Quabbles. Uh, so if you want to send us anything, you can do that by contacting us. Letters at Gossip Gaze Pod. Dot com for the email. It's at Gossip Days Pod on our social media. Um, and that's how you... Oh, we've also got a WhatsApp. I forgot about it, even though we mentioned it every week. Uh, it's in the episode's description. So head over there and you can send us a WhatsApp and we might read it out and show if it's appropriate. Yeah, and please make them interesting, guys. We're getting all these fucking boring-ass WhatsApps now. <laughs> I've, I don't want like, life updates. I want that like, juice. You want I've got go- some today from the studio. You want some gossip. We are the yeah. Gossip Gays. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but first, before we go into that, are you a loyal listener of the Gossip Gays? Do you set an alarm every Monday and Thursday ready for our release? Do you laugh out loud whilst on the train or driving to work? Well, tell your friends, tell your fellow queens, tell your allies about the Gossip Gays podcast. Spread the love by spreading the show. Go on, you can share it on WhatsApp now, Don. We'll wait. Danny's waiting with the, the, the decaf iced coffee from Starbucks. Don't <laughs> start. <laughs> Fabulous. Right, let's go into the listener's letter. So this says, help, I really want an open relationship just purely on the fact that I have a higher sex drive Um by about a thousand times more than him. So I rarely get satisfied, but I love him. I feel like he will hate me if I ask for one. What do I do? I'm desperate for cock. Conversation. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not the best person to give advice when I'm ill. I don't hold no prisoners. I'm not got the effort. I'm, I'm honestly, I hate, the, I hate the terminology, but this is man flu. It's extra hard for me to even lift my head right now. Okay. What I'm about to say is this. Have a fucking open and honest conversation. I think you're scared to have the conversation because it's the unknown and I, and it's how you pitch it. Do you remember speaking to Morgan about wanting to be open? Yeah, and I think it actually really hurt him at the time. But I did it before we technically made it official. Do you know, like, before you, like say we're boyfriends or do you know what I mean it, w- it was in that weird limbo and I just kind of wanted to give him the heads up we're together I'm either going to cheat on you or we're going to be open 
<laughs> I basically said to him that that's the type of relationship I would want moving forward. And I gave him the heads up when things started to get serious. I just want to, I just kind of want to let you know um, that this is what I want. And then he was, he wasn't on board initially, I don't think. He, he kind of took it a bit hard at first, I think, actually. And then when he, he went to go speak to his friends about it, um, and they were like, well, at least he's been honest from the get-go and said that's what he wants. Do you know what I mean? So how did you position it and how do you think you could have positioned it better? I was going to say, I positioned it incorrectly. I did it after a few drinks and we yeah. were walking home and we was I, it was on, actually, while he planned my birthday weekend in York. So actually, I did it at a really shit time. I know your face is gobsmacked. I did it at a really shit time. Um, and I think that's what upset him. The fact that I mentioned it during this weekend, which was meant to be a bit special. But I think it was eating me up for the for like the few weeks leading up to it. And then we got drunk. And then like walking back to the hotel after a really nice meal, I, I sort of brought it up a little bit. And then we had a full-on conversation about it. And I think that's what upset him. But I'm glad, I, like now, we, it's like three years down the line and I'm glad, I, I'm glad I started out that way rather than in my previous relationship where I was cheating on my partner a lot, which should have just gone open, but you, you don't open a relationship to save a relationship, do you know what I mean? Now we can get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, so the way I was open was we went and did stuff together first and we only did stuff together when I was with Joe. Um and I think I think that's a good good stepping stone to it to see if you're both comfortable and you know and but then this person's saying they've got a much higher sex drive. So maybe that it is just about pitching an honest and open conversation about sex. I saw a great TV show actually there's this new TV show on channel four uh with what she calls Anna Riza Richardson or something from Naked that. Attraction. And it's like, it's just talking about bodies a lot more. And, and I just think we don't talk enough about how our bodies look and about what our sexual needs are. And I think, I think it can be scary for people, but at the end of the day, if you love your partner and you want to stay with your partner, that's the key thing here. Yeah. I want to stay you but also there's something missing in my life that i'm looking for it's hard it's a hard one to do and i think it's about approaching it back in the day i'd have said write a letter bitch i ain't got time for a letter there's a cost of living crisis paper costs money fucking go somewhere on a nice car journey and mention it in the car because at least you can't walk off yeah, and also it, sometimes it's better to have conversations in the car because you're not looking at them either like yeah. obviously you're this person might not drive you might have to get an uber but uh, uh. <laughs> but if um yeah i think in a car conversation about because people can't walk away from it either then like if you're on a journey that's going to be an hour you can't escape the conversation i guess and you 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 kind of forced to have the conversation no i think i think have a convo and come back to us when you've had the convo and see how it goes. But it's generally like the only, you know what you want. And that's the key thing here. You're not writing in saying, oh, I don't know what I want. You're writing in saying, this is what I want. Mm. So it's just about making sure that your thoughts and feelings are heard, but then also hearing out your partner's thoughts and feelings about it as well. Absolutely. And coming to 
kind of conclusion that that means you're both happy. You don't know what your partner's thinking. They might be like, "Great, the pressure's off me. Get out there and get your get your end wet." Absolutely. And, and do you know what? This isn't also for everyone, but it is for like I think it's for more people than what I think. Like, if we did like a survey of like, would you want to be in an open relationship? I bet more people would answer yes anonymously than what would say yes. Do you know what we I mean? We should do a okay survey. Yeah, we'll do a survey for this. But I think it's because we're so conditioned to like, you're meant to have one person your whole life and marry them and that's it. And for a lot of people, that's not right and not what's right for them. And the days are paving the way. There's swingers, there's days. We all love a bit of. <laughs> the swingers are days. We got it going. Absolutely. Thank you for writing in. And like I said, if you want to get in contact with us, it's at Gossip Days Pod on all social media. Or you can email us letters at gossipdayspod.com or use the handy little WhatsApp that um, is in the episode description. There's a number there. Click on it. And WhatsApp us. Don't call us, though, because actually it doesn't go directly to me or Danny, but it goes to the gorgeous producers at Audio Always and they sift out the shit and then we read out what's good online. <laughs> yes, we do. Fab. <laughs> Let's move on. Welcome back to the Gossip Days podcast, and Sam's still here. Surprise! Still got remnants of crisps in Hello, your mouth. I and can do see. actually. <laughs> I genuinely do. Oh, so do I. Fine. <laughs> I can feel it. I'm picking the lemon mint out me gob. Danny's still here on Zoom. You're right there, love. Oh, shoving a big arm. I have fucking thread. Yeah, I mean, thank you for still joining us today. That we all appreciate it. Baby, I would never let you down. Thank you. <laughs> Bab, so Sam, have you got um, some gorgeous news well, stories I for do. us? Before I go into sort of like some of the more fun ones we've got today, I did mm. want to mention uh, Clone Zone in Manchester <gasps> Gay Village. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about this. Mm. Well, they've had um, three crowbar attacks in like six weeks and they've had their windows sort of smashed in and it has sort of come down. The owners called it like a premeditated uh, targeted hate crime. So some people are... You sort of fearing for the safety, like in Manchester. Um, if it helps, the um, council leader uh, Bev Craig for Manchester has said that like the attacks are concerning, but they want like reassure safety in Manchester. Mm. I just want to know your thoughts on this, five of you. I think it's a shame that it's happened three times in six weeks. Like mm. it seems, it does feel like it does feel like a homophobic targeted attack. If I'm being completely honest, like. It, it is a gay sex shop you, um, and someone's ain't getting the windows smashed in. So it's not about the products that they're selling. It does feel like it is a... It's also a bit of an easy target because it's on the corner and you can run. They're not doing the windows of like bars on Canal Street either, but I suppose they're manned by security all the time. It's just a bit... I don't know. It does feel targeted. I don't feel unsafe from it, though. Good. Even though I live in Manchester. It's not, it's not like... Do you know what I mean? I don't feel unsafe. I feel actually quite safe on Canal Street when I work in there and walking down the street. Yeah, mm. me too. Danny? Well, I'm glad you do. Listen, 1999, Friday the 30th of April, there was a there was an attack in London, a nail bomb in the Admiral Duncan, and it was all to do with this moral panic and this pushback against queer people that we're seeing again mm. now. I actually don't think at any point we should get too complacent as queer people. I'm glad that people feel safe and I'm not trying to instill moral panic amongst queer people, but this is why we should be coming together as a community as a whole, because it's a very slippery slope as we start to say, one of our 
smaller groups or this or that or the other and the rhetoric's always to do with kids and always to do with nonsense when it's always the hetties and the churches that are doing it like i don't think we can feel be too safe and the reality is what did the police do they put an empty police car out there the last attack in clone zone the video is of them attacking it while there's an empty police car in the background like it's literally was there on show. Oh, look at us doing something while they're really doing nothing. Yeah. And mm. my personal experience of being hate crimes is that the police in this country are shit. They're shit at dealing with it. When I was attacked on a train and a man said he was going to kill me and I genuinely thought I was going to be hurt. I didn't think he was going to kill me. The, the police came on and the police arrested him. And at the moment I thought, oh, okay, something's happening here. And they mishandled it from the minute it happened until they said, oh, it's we've taken too long to deal with it now, so it's timed out. God. They don't care. So then my, my hate crime didn't even go into the statistics of hate crimes because it timed out. So we've all this hate crime statistics that we see in this country they're not even real because how many others are timing out? How many others can't be asked going to the police to say because they know if I was homophobically attacked again, would I bother going to the police? Well, not really. What are they going to do? Yeah. And the police are underfunded. The police don't have time to deal with it because, again, it comes from the top. I sound like such a Tory basher today. You can tell I'm in a bad mood and I'm ill. But it's true. And I, and I just think, like, what can we do? There's a helpless feeling. Yeah. We do. What, are we all supposed to stand outside clone zone? Fucking take it in shifts until someone turns up so we can knock him out. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing we can do when we're not being supported by the government or the police. There's nothing we can do. And on top of it, you know, we've got this weird debate going on about our trans brothers and sisters constantly. Trans, what what are they calling it? Gender ideology. Just replace that with anything like you wouldn't you wouldn't debate black people's existence. Mm. You wouldn't debate any other minority's ex- existence that that's out there. You wouldn't even s- debate queer queer people's existence, gay people's existence in today's age. I think it all comes from the same hateful hate fueled pot. And I don't think we should get too complacent. And I do think we should be ready to fucking fight. That's the that's the world we live in. Wow. Well, am I ranting? No. No, <laughs> no I enjoyed it. I it was very insightful. Yeah. I think, so um, I've interested like, uh, the owner of Clone Zone was saying that there needs to be more, like, CCTV, more police patrols. Do you, like, agree with that, or do you think that's not going to make much of a difference? I mean, they're quite brazen. They've been doing it on CCTV. Mm. We've, got the, we've got the bike pulling up. We've got the guy on the back jumping off and smashing it and jumping back on. We've got them on CCTV. Mm. I think they need to make the streets safer. They need to actually block them off so that people can't drive down them on bikes and scooters as well Mm. as cars. And the reason I mentioned the Admiral Duncan attack is because other other little incidents before were happening like this. Right. What's the next step? Mm. What's what's it going to take for us to say, oh, maybe we do need more police and more checks on in queer areas? It was literally released this week that a flat in London has been targeted and burned down because two trans girls lived in it. That's really? awful. That's really like, awful. Not making mainstream media. It was in Pink News this week. 
And the police have said this is a transphobic attack. People oh are, tr- are burning down houses. It makes me sad. It just makes me upset. Like, what? it makes me feel helpless as well. Like, what can we do? Yeah. We try and use the platform that we've got. It's not the biggest in the world, but we try and use it to try and educate and speak it honestly and open. Sometimes I listen back and don't think we've done a good enough job, but what can we do? Mm. What can we do as queer people? I think it's a scary time, and I think people need to get the pussies out on the 4th of May with their IDs and get the fucking... 100%. Get voting on... Get these Tories out, but then who do we put in? Keir Starmer? Oh, I'm not even getting involved with that. (laughs) (laughs) This is how Danny announces that they are running to be Prime Minister. (laughs) I don't want the job shut up your ass. My one's hard enough right now. (laughs) I'm entertaining people. I'm basically a troop. I'm I'm, I'm basically working for the army already. (laughs) Yeah, you're wearing the army colours, love. You've got the army green on today. And my hair, to be honest, this new haircut's like very Hitler. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I just wanted to highlight like some of the things going on at the minute. Yeah. Um, and yeah, support your queer spaces, all things like that. And hearts out to Clone Zone. I love Clone Zone. And do you know what? Since because the, there used to be a sauna next door to it, um, and then they got rid of that sauna, and then they extended Clone Zone, and I love that. Like, I'm glad the sauna went, but it was the shitter one out of the two in Manchester. So now that the that one's closed, Clone Zone's massive. It's fab. It's like a wacky warehouse for kids. Well, for adults, <laughs> sorry, not for kids. Clone Zone is not for kids. Clone Zone as a shop in the village has always been very, very supportive of, like, me as a drag queen, like, first of all. Like, yeah. I remember they booked me to open that store. Did they? I cut the ribbon on it. Did I you cut really? the motherfucking ribbon on that dildo shop, darling. Wow. <laughs> um, and, you know, even things like when I did my drag race photo shoot, they gave me some stuff, like whips and stuff to be in it, and, like, stuff for the uh, my friend Kirk, who was the model. Um. And they've always done it. They they gave me a load of costumes at Manchester Pride the first year that I had dancers. So I was fucking skin. So they are very giving back to the community they've as also, well. They've as also, being in a sex shop. Yeah, they've also know? supported our podcast. They gave us some free stuff to try out, some toys. Yeah. You can listen to that <laughs> episode probably about two years ago. Clone Zone gave us some toys to try. They gave you one that danced, do you remember? <laughs> I've still got that little dancing demon under my bed, darling. <laughs> How funny. Well, anyway, we I love clothes though. It's rechargeable. It's rechargeable, and I, I don't use it often enough, but that's probably had the same charge for a year. Really? <laughs> wow. It's what's like a Nokia brick. Did they just give you a Nokia brick with some rubber over it? Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. So you can text my ass tonight. Coincidentally, the number for that is in this episode's description as well. <laughs> yeah. Right, do you want to hear what else has been going on? Go on. So again, I've got like three little stories for you, people which one you want to talk about. We've got uh, Sweden and Finland top the odds after Eurovision's first rehearsal in Liverpool. The Met Gala sees Diamond, Cats and Little Nas's ass. And <laughs> Chanel, the African Grey's owner, says she's done nothing wrong after being charged over eight hundred thousand pound drug bust i want to talk about chanel's drug bust <laughs> Chanel. first yeah i want to talk about that first so like, have you have you seen this have either of you seen this 
Yeah, of course we are. Chanel's Mars dealer. Is that allegedly. <laughs> For legal reasons, allegedly. 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 All allegedly. of this is allegedly. Well, she has been charged. She has been charged, yeah. So, so essentially, um, she has been involved. Her and someone that I assume is her partner? Because they're, it's, it's a man with the same last name. But, you know, yeah. shouldn't assume. So, they um, could be siblings. Could be siblings. We never know. Could coincidentally just, you know, civil partnership. Yeah. Um, so she and this man have both been charged over an £800,000 drug, uh, drug bust. And she's done sort of like this crying video since saying that she's done nothing wrong. Right. Uh, saying that, um, oh, everyone's just trolling me. Um, as in, like the people that are given a backlash for being involved with this drug bust. Right. Okay. So, it, I, it, when she says people are trolling me, I think she assumes like people like us who are having a laugh about it, and the you know the police, the Merseyside police, the international police who okay. have charged her. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> and for those who don't know, dead quick. Allegedly. Um, the we're talking about the woman who went viral over lockdown when she lost a parrot from Chanel. Liverpool, and then she screamed out Chanel and was crying. So apparently now she's been charged over an £800,000 marijuana bust. Yes. 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 Wow. You even know the drug. Um, also, that money, she's hmm. also charged over something that's been described as a criminal property, allegedly. So her house? Possibly. Um, it could also, I mean, it could be anywhere. Whatever but I think, is. I, I can remember she did videos after that Chanel thing and the back of her house were dead scruffy and I didn't think that's not nearly a million pound well, I drug fueled money house. I can only assume. Yeah, but it could be, guys. Listen, I'm from Liverpool. A lot of people have an house that they live in, and then they have another house that they use as like a greenhouse. You know. <laughs> got yeah. Hydroponics, hydroponics, if you will. Right. Okay. Got your tin foil in the roof and all that. Well, you only realise when it snows, you see, because you you have snowy house, snowy house, snow, snow, snowy house, snowy house, snow, snow. Mm. And the ones with no snow has got the grow. <laughs> or just really good heating that year. Yeah. No yeah. bad heating because the heat escapes. There you go. Yeah. Good heating, bad in, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, allegedly, she says uh, that she hasn't done anything wrong but she has been charged. So that's fun. Do you know we'll, what? More I, on this. Uh, yeah, more on this pending. I'm hoping that she gets found not guilty because I do like her and it's only a bit. I hope that it turns out <laughs> that she took all the money from the clout of Chanel and invested it into a large drug organisation. I think wow. that would be hilarious. I mean, also... Sheridan Smith would play her in the movie. <laughs> Sheridan Smith playing Chanel the parrot. Um, I think you've also got to be a bit real with yourself. Like if you if you are involved in in crime, the last thing you really want to be doing is making yourself a viral star. I mean, she's been on t- a couple of TV shows as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, literally last week she was viral for dancing on top of a car. That's the video that people keep using when they're reporting on this drug bus. Is her? I I, I think she's like drunk on top of this car dancing and then one week later she's been arrested over this uh this bust oh how the mighty have fallen how the mighty fall. <laughs> um, did you guys see anything from the met gala this year yes of course i was on the tour bus with 12 queens and four dancers all in <laughs> scruffy tracksuits all sat eating crisps and pot noodles while they judged people's Met Gala looks who pay £35,000 a ticket and wear priceless designer clothes like we all thought we were summit. Um, 
I just think it's another tone deaf event, really. I, I feel like I'm becoming like some kind of fucking cool hippie mom. <laughs> I love the Met Gala, right? I love all the extravagance of it all. I just thought this year's theme was a bit rough. What was the theme? Yeah, the theme was um, Carl Lagerfield. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I, can't, I don't remember his name. It's Carl someone. Who's Carl? That famous bag. Who's Carl Lagerfield. Carl yeah. Basically. Yeah, so he's basically a very famous fucking anti-woman. Well, he's, he's, there's a designer well, for Chanel, Yeah, actually, funnily enough. Yeah. Um, and yet, yeah. over... Uh, he died in 2019, which mm. is why they wanted to refine to honor him. Mm. But before he went, it's pff, a lot of statements that you don't even want to repeat on the podcast. Oh, really? If there's a way to be offensive. Carl Lagerfeld found a way to do it. Was he to everybody or a certain group of people? Or was it like a lot of different groups of people, okay. particularly women? Okay, so he didn't like women, but a lot of groups of people. Why? So why did then the Met Gala decide to honour this person? Well, this because I think they were probably thinking more along the well. Starters, I assume Anna Wintour knew him. Okay. Um, and and it's always separating the art from the artist. I think especially I think, when they're dead. I think that's hard to do when the artist mm. is a knob. Do you know what I mean? Or you know, it's hard to you can't do that in certain aspects. I don't think it depends how. I also do, I get you can you can to an extent once they're dead because they're not still profiting. Yeah. So like Michael Jackson, people are like, well, he's not making money off the music, and I really like the music. And no, me personally. I, I, whenever Michael Jackson comes on, I just think, dance, um, allegedly. And, you know, like, for example, J.K. Rowling, she's literally says, well, I'll, I'm not sorry, I'll, I'll cry into my next bank check or something, she famously Oof. tweeted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if you're still profiting from it, then you can't separate the art and the artist. Obviously, this Carl motherfucker's dead. So people did things like honoured his cat, so Doji Cat went as a cat, yeah. Lil Nas X went as a cat, some other <laughs> went in a big cat costume. Jared Leto. Right. I, that was it. Do you have celebrities that like you've never met but you feel like you have beef with Jared Leto? No, I don't celebrities in general. Mine's with Jared Leto is what I was getting at. Oh, you got beef with him? <laughs> oh, it drives me insane. <laughs> but that cat thing freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, it was a bit too real. It, yeah, yeah, it was a bit... It was Proper creepy. real life was giant it, pussy. Was it a bit like what Heidi Klum would do at a Halloween? A bit like that. Here, Billy, I've got no, it. No, Heidi Klum's better than Jared Leto. Oh. It's, it's mental. If you've not seen it I, now and you're listening to this, just type in Jared Leto cat and Oh, we'll I'm see looking it. at it now. Yeah, it does look real. Then like you've also got, that's Doja Cat's cat. I've seen Doja Cat's cat. They're very much like the Doctor Who nurse cats from like... God, 20 years ago, do think, whatever. Do you think on the invites, when you get invited to the Met Gala, it says, take inspirations from his cat or something? Do you know what I mean? What? Well, no, there's an overall then. theme. What? I just did a little body burp. I was just hoping you didn't hear it. No, we didn't hear it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you think on the invites, because why did multiple people think, oh, I'll go as the cat? Because he was also, his cat's famous, weirdly. People were speculating whether the cat was going to attend. And the cat did not attend. Okay. Um, he's dead. The cat's not dead. The cat's still alive. So the cat's Coupette. profiting. 
the cat's okay, called. Fab. And that's the, it, Coupette. Yeah, people are obsessed with this cat. I don't understand why. I think he was just known for carrying around this fucking cat that he loved. Oh, so he's like an evil Bond villain carrying a cat around, yes. hating on women. Yes, right. very much. Okay. Basically, yeah. And even he's that rotten, even a cockroach turned up onto the carpet. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the back of the cockroach. It's everywhere, darling. <laughs> there were photographers snapping that roach. Really? <laughs> yeah. Also, just one thing. Uh, again, just this kind of goes with what Danny said about it being tone deaf. Do you know how many diamonds Dua Lipa was wearing? Hmm. In terms of monetary value. Oh, I'd say like a couple of million. $10 million <sighs> worth of diamonds. Do you think she rented them, though? Because some people rent stuff for the Met Gala and then give yeah, it back. You know them, what I mean? Yeah. It's could... some fancy diamond necklace that she's the first person that's ever been allowed to wear it. I reckon out of that picture, because I'm looking at the picture of her it now, there's 10 bodyguards all around her and she was only allowed to wear it on the red carpet and then they took it back off her again. She looked for a picture. That's what I think. Mm. Just from what Kim Kardashian did when she rented Marilyn Monroe's outfit. Who apparently like wasn't invited directly this year. She, <gasps> but how did she, she get with, there then? Because some people get direct invites. Yeah, and she like, normally does, but then didn't this year. But there are companies that get tables. Okay. So like Instagram gets a table. Jack Harlow goes with Instagram all okay, the time. Got, yeah. Anna Winter isn't inviting Jack Harlow to of go course. to the Met Gala. Yeah. But um yeah, they can have tables where they take like 10 people Clock, with yeah. Instagram or with TikTok mm -hmm. or like, even, I think brands, the, the big fashion brands as well, like Chanel, things like that. Yeah. So I think she went on one of them. Right. Well, that would have been a, that, I reckon she'd have been gutted because all the family went last year. Mm. Oh, well. The whole family. Kardashians are falling. <laughs> 35 grand a ticket. Yeah, it's insane. It's absolutely but insane. Can, but could I buy one? Say, if I did a Gossip Days GoFundMe to get no. to the Met Gala, I couldn't buy one. I don't one think then. if you clowner in a fucking Beyonce ticket <laughs> for the fucking Stadium of Light, darling, you'd be going to the Met Gala. I don't think Met Gala do clowner tickets for the <laughs> I love you to death, girl, but I don't think me and you are going to be clowner in a fucking Met Gala ticket anytime soon. Yeah, okay. Even if you bought a ticket, Anna Wintour has to approve it and she has to approve your designer as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So whoever you're wearing, um, last one as well, just because I'm excited for this. So next week, mm -hmm. it's the big day. Oh, it's Eurovision, isn't it? Hey. Bloody hell. It's like your Christmas. Genuinely, I'm so excited. It doesn't feel real. Are you jealous that Danny's doing loads of stuff around Eurovision? Yeah, I was at first I was proud. And now then... I've stopped now I've started ignoring it because <laughs> I'm just... Right, well just so that you know, I am gonna be at, at the arena at the final live watching it. Wow. Wow. Oh, but I'm there. I'll take your ticket. I mean, that's a lie. I can't give a shit. And I'm really happy to be sponsored by Bailey's this year to be part of the Eurovision <laughs> finale. Danny, if you don't want to be there, I fully will take no, I'm, that I'm spot. No, I'm being paid to be I... there, Dolan. <laughs> well, you can take the paycheck. I'll do the work. It's fine. <laughs> so, um, Who's your, Who do you think is going to win, Sam? Okay. Who I think is going to win is also like who I think should win and who is actually top of the odds at the minute, uh, Sweden, Lorene. Do you know who Lorene is? Wow. Didn't she? Yeah. She Euphoria. won. In... Yeah. She won in 2012. Yeah. I think she's going to be the second ever person to win Eurovision twice. Is she 
is the song good? Is it as good as that Euphoria one? Smash. Is it good? Absolute smash. Right, well, great. I better end up playing it because the days fucking love a bit it's of Lordy. It's great. Um, I, you'd, you'd get it going in a club as well. It's like Fab. a bit of like a upbeat power battle. Well, it's a bit like Euphoria. Same sort, of, same sort of genre. Oh, here, um, here comes the new drag queen song. Every drag queen that performs sings Euphoria all the time. I, I don't. I know you don't. <laughs> but, the other ones but the other ones do. They sing it all the time. Go on. Um, Finland's second. Mm. Um, so Finland actually have just shot up in yards after the first rehearsal. Um, th- that's what happened to us last year. We mm. were like not very high in the yards. Then we did the rehearsal and then we went straight up. Um, we're 10th in the yards. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing. The, the chances of everything below third place in the odds are actually all really slim because Sweden and Finland have like most of the odds already yeah it's there's like a 42 percent at the minute for Sweden and then 23 percent for Finland so that's already like a huge chunk everyone else is like four four three two two and then me us and me us and Italy are like one and a half percent like eight and ten wow yeah. Well, I'm rooting what for. What I just from that is you think you're May Muller. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah. a little bit. I think me and May will get on. <laughs> right. Well, I'm glad we got these dogs. We'll be back next week, and I want Sam's full lowdown. I'll give you some lowdown from what's happening in the arena. I'm going to be reporting and filming content around the arena. I'm also going to be making some Bailey's cocktails with either get this girls Emma Bunton <gasps> from the Spice Girls. Yeah. Or if she's not available, Kimberly from Girls Aloud. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I love them both. Emma Bunton was my queen growing up before Britney came on the scene. And then Kimberly is from Yorkshire, so she's repping it for the Yorkshire, Yorkshire girls. Love her. Love it. There's loads going on. I'll be reporting back from what I saw, who I spoke to, all of that stuff. So next week will be kind of Eurovision heavy. Oh, not too wait. much though just because there's i know there's days out there that don't like it like me i do but, like it but i'm not into it into it it's not like my do you know what i mean if so, you're gay who does like it and you're listening to this though i would love to hear who you're rooting for all right yeah get in contact with i'd WhatsApp. love to hear yeah. that i'm i'm mainly hearing sweden a bit of like uk just to you know hmm. you know Fabulous. boost the home team but that's the most popular one i'm hearing at the minute that in poland and austria I've not heard any of the Oh, not Poland. I meant Austria. There you go. Fab. Flags are similar. I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Well, thank you very much for that, Sam. And this is the end of the show. Thank you very much, Danny, for joining us on this lovely, thank you, lovely... Guys. I feel like I owe you all an apology. I feel like I've not been my A game today, but I just didn't want to I'd go a whole other week without speaking to my gorgeous gossip gaze listeners apology accepted absolutely accepted and remember, <laughs> and remember if you want to get in touch with the podcast share a dilemma funny story or anything else camp crazy or cuckoo you can do that cuckoo. by emailing us letters at gossipdayspod.com dm us on insta at gossipdayspod uh get in touch on that whatsapp leave a voice note Go wild, crazy, camp crazy, cuckoo. And please, please, please give us a glowing five-star review. And we'll be back with a Brucey bonus episode on Monday. Yeah. And you never know, we might be in your revision next year with our own original song, Danny, Danny, Billy Cool. Danny, Danny Cool. There we go. Thank you very much for listening. See you later. Goodbye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.